The Rental Realist, episode number 11. Welcome to the pod. My name is Tyson Hill, and as always, thanks for taking a listen. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to raise rents. I'm going to share a few tips on how to do it. You know, I feel like there's a lot of wrong ways to do it, and there's a few nice little tips that are going to help you do it the right way. As landlords, you know, I don't need to explain why we all love to raise rents, but at the same time, uh, the other party who's getting the rent raised, the tenants, sometimes they don't like it very well. And so I'm going to share a few little tips on how to do it to kind of soften the blow and make it a, a as smooth process as possible when raising rents. Now, first and foremost, you got to know your market. Too many times, or there's too many landlords out there who just automatically want to raise rents. They don't think it through. They don't know their market. They just think, oh, it's been a year. I'm going to raise rents with no consideration as to what their current market looks like, how much availability is out there, and what the actual rents are going for at that period of time. You know, it's not always a guarantee that rents have gone up in the last calendar year. In some cases, it goes down. A lot of cases, it stays the same. You know, in, in really good markets, sometimes it'll go up. But as a landlord, you've got to know what your market is doing so that you can make a calculated and educated decision on what to do with your current tenant, whether to raise rents, whether to keep them there, and even in some scenarios, and I'll share this on a future podcast episode when the market really tanked, you know, we were actually proactive in adjusting some rents because we knew that if we lost the tenant in that current market, it would be really hard to fill certain properties. And so in some cases you evaluate the market rents and sometimes you adjust them the other direction. That's a really rare case. We won't dig into that, but it very it is very important to kind of know exactly what your market is doing and what you can get away with. So before I raise any rent, the first thing that I'm going to do is do some market analysis, some market research and see, okay, so I've got this house. If this house were vacant, what would I realistically rent this home for? And so the reason that number is so important is I don't want to outprice my tenant. So let's, for example, let's say a home, if it were vacant, would rent for $1,500 a month. Now, if the tenant is already at $1,500, there's no reason to increase rent. And if I do increase rent, all I'm doing is promoting a potential vacancy. Now, if a tenant realizes like, hey, I know I'm paying more than market, when another house pops up in the neighborhood for rent and it's a hundred bucks cheaper, you know, there's a chance that I'm going to lose a tenant over that. And so I don't want to do that. And if that happens, yeah, I, you know, I might've got 1600 for a short period of time, but if they move out now I have loss of rent, I probably have to put a little bit of money into the property to fix it up and get it cleaned up to re-rent again. And then I'm going to be renting it at 1500 bucks a month anyway. So I don't want to outprice what the market's willing to pay. So that's very important to know you know, what the market's doing so that we don't do that. Secondly, I also want to look at kind of supply and demand as well. You know, if I'm in a really hot market or let's say you're like, you know, you own a property in San Francisco or New York where demand is very strong, you can get away with being, you know, the, the landlord typically has the leverage in those situations. So you can be a little more aggressive in rent increases, you know, in the, in the Arizona market right now, we can be a little more aggressive because it's challenging for tenants to find rental properties. They, they, at least the properties are priced, right? They fly off the market. You have your outliers that sit on the market for 45 days, but these are these landlords who think that they're going to outprice the market by 500 bucks a month. And so those, those 
kind of properties will just sit there. But if you're priced right, it's going to fly off the market. And so we do look at supply and demand. Now, if I'm in a market where, you know, there's 10 houses for rent in this neighborhood, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be careful on a rent increase. You know, I, last thing I want to do is be one of these vacant houses fighting for a tenant. And so kind of depending on what the market's doing will, will dictate a, if I want to increase and b how much of an increase I'm going to do, you know, a lot of landlords will just raise rents to raise rents. I think that's a mistake, um, you know, for the for the aforementioned reasons. Now, every time that I rent a property, I always ask the tenant, hey, why are you moving? You know, because I just find it interesting and, and it helps us to kind of have a pulse on the market and what's going on. This, this hasn't been a, a reason lately because we are in such a strong market, but there was a time where a lot of tenants would say, you know, my rent just keeps going up and up and up and I'm paying too much and I'm, it's time to move, you know, and I see what they're paying and you could tell these landlords were just blindly raising rents just to do it. And they would price themselves out of the market. They'd lose a tenant and probably have to lower the rents back again. So I don't see any value in doing that. And I think that ultimately ends up costing you money. So, you know, you want to be calculated, you want to be educated in in doing that. And you want to make sure that, you know, the market will support whatever increase that you're going to do. Now, once I decide I'm going to increase rent on a tenant, you know, the legal way to do it is, you know, you send out the letter, the tenant gets the letter. That's not a fun letter to get for a tenant, you know, learning that, uh, you know, next month their rent's going up. That's not, you know, you know, human emotion. Nobody's going to like that. Nobody's going to understand that. So what I do and, and what I think is a really good idea is I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to call the tenant. And I'm going to give them a heads up that that letter's on the way. And, and my conversation would probably go something like this and say, hey, first and foremost, you know, myself and the landlord want, want you to understand that we do appreciate you as a tenant. Um, we've tried to keep rents the same for as long as we could, but we've had increasing expenses with, you know, HOA dues have gone up, property taxes have gone up, property insurance has gone up, and rents in general have gone up. And so we do feel it a need to to do a slight increase right now to offset some of these expenses and, and also keep pace with what current market rates are. And in most cases, what I'll do is, you know, I, I think it's wise, especially if you value a tenant, to not go right at market rent, to stay slightly below. And that way you can tell the tenant, say, look, we, if your property were to go vacant, we would rent it for X amount. You know, we've increased it to this amount because we do appreciate you. Um, you know, we, we do want to give you a little bit of a deal, but we, we can't, you know, keep rents at, you know, what it was a year ago or two years ago or whatever it was. And when you do this, the tenant tends to receive it a lot better because they're not just getting a rent increase. They're getting a personal phone call and they're, we're explaining why they're getting, getting the increase. And a lot of times that can go a long way with the tenant because tenants want to feel appreciated. And too many times landlords almost look at their tenants as the enemy and you know, those tenants don't feel appreciated. And if you can make them feel appreciated, they can understand and accept like, okay, I get it. You know, rents have gone up, you know, and and then you're taking something that normally would be a negative for a tenant. And, you know, in a, in a weird way, it, you know, it's a good conversation and they understand. And, and so you guys can move forward. And on the other side of that, if the tenant has a major problem with it, you're already on the phone and then you can at least have a conversation about it 
get their concerns, and then you know I can go back to the landlord and, and talk to them about it and see if we still want to continue with with that plan, or you know maybe the tenant shares something that that would alter that plan. But I think that phone call is very important, and it it will benefit and make that process so much smoother. And you know you avoid a a, a tenant you know opening the mail and and having that that moment of like you know kind of pissed off. And my last tip would be you know, don't, don't raise rents more than once a year. As I had mentioned, when I asked tenants, when they move into my properties, you know, of course, in a really strong market, it's not the case, but in normal markets, it does happen a lot. When tenants feel like there's no end, then they feel like they got to get out. And so you don't want to do it more than annually. I think annually reviewing the rents, making sure that the market supports it. I think there's nothing wrong with that, especially in a, in a strong market. But if you start doing it more than once a year, you're just sending that message to the tenant that, hey, we're, we're going to take every inch we can get, maybe more. And that causes the tenant to feel a little uneasy. And there's a good chance they'll start looking around and, and look to possibly find another place. So if you do value your tenant, and even if you don't, I just think it's good form to do it once a year or more. But to do it less than once a year, I, I do think that that poses you know some issues and problems. And ultimately, it, it's going to not benefit you over the long haul if you're doing it more than once a year. So those are my tips on raising rents. You know, it's not rocket science. It's pretty basic stuff. But, you know, just to recap, know your market. Make sure you're not outpricing yourself. Make sure the market could can handle what you're trying to do. And, you know, make it a little more personal to the tenant. Give them a phone call. Explain what you're doing. I think that will go a long way in those rent increases. And as always, thanks for taking a listen, and we will see you on the next episode.